Welcome to the Pro 16 Plus podcast. This is the first in a series of podcasts which will take a look at funding and funding related data for academic year 2021. Normally, as some of you may know, uh, Pro 16 Plus go out on the road in the summer term visiting schools and delivering the free funding workshops which normally last a couple of hours or so. Uh, For fairly obvious reasons this year we don't think that's going to happen Um, and I think the last thing that schools want are people like us coming along, traipsing through the school uh, together with lots of people from different schools Uh, and we just think it will be easier this year to put the whole thing through a series of podcasts which will enable you to listen to sections time and time again, listen to it in pieces as you feel fit when you're ready um, and we just think it'll be a little bit more flexible this year. Um, so over the next two three weeks or so we will be putting a podcast up every two or three days ideally lasting about 15 to 20 minutes covering each section. So so that's the background of, of why we're doing this. Um, in this introduction, one of the things I want to look at is the documentation that is out there and the documentation which will be in place for academic year 2021. Um, first of all, if we look at the ESFA funding documents, every year ESFA issue funding guidance, which is the, the detailed funding criteria that you have to meet and the actual nitty-gritty of funding regulation um, so far as of today which is the the 13th of April um, we haven't had that published it is expected to be published sometime in April so um, we will incorporate that into the podcast as, as we go along what has been published so far this year are the funding rates and formula document. Uh, a couple of interesting changes in there, um, which we will go into in detail when we, we look at the relevant section. Um, but one thing to say is there does appear to be an appetite for pressing ahead with T-levels and some of the details on T-level funding is in there. So if, if you're interested in T-levels, take a look at the rates and formula document uh, and uh, have, a, have a little run at that one. Uh, the other documentation, which we won't really go into, but we'll just mention, is uh, the census guidance, which is out there, which all the, the data managers will be very, very familiar with. Um, one of the issues that you do have as a school sixth form or a UTC or a, a free school with a sixth form, you're using the school census to return your data. And most of the language that the funding guidance, the rates and formally documents is written in is related to the ILR. So it isn't always simple to translate how you record one piece of information that they said in a particular way for the ILR into the census because they, they don't give a lot of detail on that. Um, so again, sometimes you have to look at the census spec, spec alongside uh, the funding guides and work out actually what does this mean and, and how does this look. The other thing that you have to be aware of is that every year ESFA, when they're doing the funding allocation, issue an explanatory note of exactly how they've used the data. Uh, one of the issues that we have with this is the data you're putting in in October 20. They will use part of it in the actual explanatory note which they'll publish then in around January 21 and the majority of it will be the explanatory note that they publish in January 22 so we have to really live with what we do 
anticipating what ESFA are going to do with it without possibly fully knowing exactly what it is they're going to do with it. And I think the other thing that we have to bear in mind this year is, and they've already mentioned this, there will be a COVID effect. Um, they have said that some of the information may not be used in exactly the same way. Um, so this particular year, probably the most dangerous phrase that you can have as a head of sixth form or a data manager is, we have always done it this way. This is going to be different and you're going to have to be aware of what the changes are and have somebody check and possibly double check and triple check that what you have done will be in line with the adjusted guidance or the adjusted way that ESFA will be using the data. Uh, for instance, we can already see that we're doing assessments for examination results um, and those assessments will be the basis probably of retention. So that, that's something that we, we're really going to have to look at. Um, the other thing that they've had some concerns around is learner numbers in September, and they've already indicated that there was some sort of form of protection in there around that. So we wait for that date, for that actual guidance to come out, and we wait for it to be clarified. But the one thing to be certain is there will be some changes in there. It won't be exactly the same as it has always been. On that basis, what we're saying is somebody in your organisation has to take ownership of it. And that could actually be a team of people, and each person's going to take ownership of a specific part of the data related to funding and collecting the data around funding. So that's, that's one of the things there that you need to do. And the other thing is to have a clear funding strategy of the things that you want to do. And that can be around the number of hours that you've got, a strategy for retaining learners, making sure everybody's meeting condition of funding, etc, etc, etc. So that's going to cover the, the first session that we've done. Um, hopefully we will be getting on with another one towards the end of this week and we can then go forward from there um, with the first section which, where we will look at um, the actual learning numbers issue and how that is used and why it is used and where the data comes from so the next one in a few days time will be around student numbers or learning numbers thanks for listening hope to hear from you again shortly <laughs>